welcome, welcome fans of Floor, of Bobby Wonder, and of course, fans of me, Grabstack, the host with the most and always first past the post. And that goes for politics and horse races, because at the end of the day, I'm just a winner. It's a fact, people. I can't help it if I was born with a myriad of natural and extraordinary talents. I just try to be a good steward for my gifts and share them with the world in the form of my brilliant plays and mouthwatering baked goods, you know, just doing my part to make the world a better place. But today I am sharing my riddling talents with you all, straight from the top of Bobby Wonder's desk, on another episode of the Grape Stack Radio Show Riddle Fest Challenge. Ooh, I hear Carl, the station manager in the other room, firing up the riddle machine, and I am champing at the bit to get started. That's another horsey reference there. <laughs> Did I see a horse recently or something? Maybe I did. I think I would have remembered. Because to some of my size, a horse is basically the size of a dragon. And let me tell you, when you see something that big, it leaves an impression. Uh, but I don't think I saw one, though. But now I can't really remember. Oh, well. A riddle to be solved another time, perhaps. Because we have got to get to our actual riddles of the day. And the first one is printing off now. Oh, this is very exciting. What have you got for us, Carl? Let her rip. Okay, first question is, if you cut me, you will cry, but I won't. What am I? Oh, goodness me, what a violent question. The Is the answer maybe everything? Because it is for me anyway. I can't imagine a scenario where I cut someone and it didn't make me cry, because that would be positively harrowing. Oh, Carl's shaking his head and he's saying the answer is not everything. Well, what else could it be? The only thing that doesn't make me cry is when I'm cutting up vegetables, but... That's only because I know they don't mind every vegetable except for onions, that is. I have to put on my ski goggles just to get through chopping up one of those bad boys because they're basically the size of me. And let me tell you, when you're my size and you start to chopping an onion, you'll be crying more than you would be if the Academy ever let me deliver my Oscar speech. <sighs> one day, Grabstack. One day. Oh, wait. That's it. No, not the Oscar thing. The onions! Onions don't cry when I cut them, but I sure do. Oh, what do you think, Carl? Oh, boy, we're getting a nod, folks. We got the first answer, onion! Moving on to round two. The question is, if you took one apple from a pile of three apples, how many apples would you have? Oh, that's easy. You'd have two apples. See, I'm getting the hang of this math stuff. Okay, why are you shaking your head, Carl? Taking one away from three is two. I mean, isn't it? Maybe I don't have a handle on this math stuff as much as I thought. Oh, oh, it's supposed to be a riddle, not a math question. Okay, well, why didn't you say so? All right, if I took one apple from a pile of three apples... Oh, this is going to require some visual aid. Carl, Carl, can I get three apples in here, please? Oh, I can? I mean, of course I can. It's your job. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, it's not your job. <laughs> Thank you for the apples. <clears throat> anyway, listeners, now I have three apples before me in our tiny desk studio, and I shall now attempt to take one of them from a pile of three apples and just see how many I have left. All right. Taking the apple, I'll just take it over here and... Oh, 
Oh, okay, I get it now. The question didn't ask how many apples were left. It said, how many apples did I have? And right now I can tell you with all the honesty imbued in me from my many years of unimpeachable professional journalism, I'm only holding one apple. So if you take one apple from a pile of three apples, how many apples would you have? <laughs> one! The one apple that you took. We did it again, solvers. Let's move on to round three. Here we go. The question is, when things go wrong, what can you always count on? Well, how about a friend? That's what I always count on when things go wrong, especially Bobby. Although things often go wrong because of Bobby, but that's besides the point. Then again, it's a riddle, and I've been tricked before by what I thought was the easy answer. <sighs> I'm sure there's something far more clever than I'm missing when things go wrong. What can you always count on? Oh, butter sticks, I don't know. Let's go to the grab stack at gokidgo.com hotline. I got a little light stall dancing around, so someone's bound to know the answer. All right, let's see. One listener says, look at your paws, grab stack. Okay, I'm looking at them, and they're magnificent, very stylish. I could be a paw model, you know. <sighs> Not sure how that answers the riddle, but thank you, listeners. I appreciate the reminder that I have excellent hands. Another listener says, you can count on your fingers. Oh, wait. I see what you're driving at. That makes perfect sense. When things go wrong, what can you always count on? Your fingers. Oh, I get it. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to the Grab Stack Radio Show. We're back today with another Riddle Fest Challenge, and I am already fired up. I got my thinking cap on, the one with the little lights that light up when I get a truly excellent idea, so you can imagine that this cap is on 24-7. After all, the Grab Stack brain is just a never-ending carousel of fabulous ideas, amazing anecdotes, and great direction. See, being a world-famous director means not only can I direct plays, but I can direct your life, too. I've always had a good idea of how people could be doing things better, like my friend Bobby Wonder. Sometimes he only changes his socks once a day. How boring is that? I change my socks a minimum of three times per day, depending on what activities I'm getting up to. Right now, I have my riddle-solving socks on, which have little owls on it, because owls are super smart, but... Later on, I'll probably change into my relaxing in the middle of the week during winter socks. A very cozy pair of aubergine excellence. Style may take an extra little bit of effort, but it's always worth it to see the stunned faces of your admirers when you tell them how many socks you've worn in that day. I hear the sound of the riddle machine firing up in the next room, which means it's as good a time as any to get this show started. Hit us with some riddles, Carl. We are ready to start solving. <laughs> Round one. The riddle is... What is so fragile that saying its name breaks it? Well, starting off with the hardest one I see. Well, at least I hope so, because I've absolutely no idea what this one is, and if they get any harder than that, I'm in more trouble than a bear in quicksand. Because they're very heavy in quicksand, it'll swallow them right up before they can even say, what is a bear like me doing in the jungle? Anywhere near quicksand? Anyway, back to the question. Let's see, the glass is fragile, uh, but I've never seen it break when you say its name, unless it's an opera singer singing that really high note that breaks glass. Ooh, that could be it, yes. An opera singer singing glass at the top of her lungs and then it breaks, ha! Yeah, I think I got it. <gasps> no, 
Oh. All right, okay, let me turn on my thinking cap. Carl, can you pipe the riddle machine down a little bit? I need complete silence when I'm thinking. <sighs> okay, well, I need complete silence for you, obviously. I can keep talking, because how else will I know what I'm talking about if I stay silent, too? <gasps> Hold on, that's it. What's so fragile that saying its name breaks it? Silence! Because the minute you say silence, it's no longer silent. Oh, ha, we got it, Solvers. And my thinking cap is lit up like a starlight parade. A testament to my vast genius, if there ever was one. All right, let's move on to round two. The riddle is, how can a leopard change its spots? Oh, that's a good question. Maybe he buys a new coat, but has different spots in different places. No? Okay, well, maybe he just buys a new coat that doesn't have any spots at all. That'd be a change, wouldn't it? But I guess if he was wearing a coat, then his little paws would stick out showing, and his face, and those would have spots on him, too. Okay, fine. <sighs> that can't be it. Carl? How about a hint over here, please? Okay, and Carl just left. Well, now, what kind of hint is that? <gasps> oh, wait. This must be one of those clever riddles. I get it. I think I know the answer. How can a leopard change its spots? By getting up and moving to a new spot. You get it? Because if he gets up, then he's left his old spot. Now he has a new spot. Oh, I like that one. I'm writing that one down for later. Another riddle in the bag. Oh, we are really cooking with gas here, people. Let's move on to our third riddle of the day. And the third riddle is... Mr. Blue lives in the blue house. Mrs. Yellow lives in the yellow house. Mr. Orange lives in the orange house. Who lives in the white house? Well, I'm sure I don't know. I don't make it a priority to know the addresses of every color-oriented mister in the whole world. <sighs> okay, let's go to the grab stack at gokidgo.com hotline to see what our listeners think. Our first listener says, Mr. White. Carl, can I get a ruling? Carl's shaking his head, folks. So let's read another one. It's uh, shaking his head, no. <gasps> okay, this one says, The president. Well, that would make sense. The president of the USA does live in the White House. <laughs> what do you say, Carl? Ho, 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 we got an affirmative, listeners, which means we've solved all three of our riddles. Oh, we are riddling champions. I think this deserves a trophy, Carl. How late's the trophy store open? Oh, why am I even asking you? I'm on speed dial anyway. Thanks for listening and helping me solve these three riddles today, everyone. Welcome fans of Florp, of Bobby Wonder, but most of all fans of me, Grabstack. We are back again with another episode of the famous Grabstack radio show, Riddle Fest Edition. I hope everyone has their thinking caps on because I saw Carl, the station manager, back there with a the riddle machine this morning, and it is looking tempestuous as ever, truly irascible. In short, ready to spit out some dizzying riddles meant to confuse and confound more than a Balzerian riddle ball. I don't know why Riddle Machine is so angry today, but I'm going to bet it was something Carl did. Don't think I don't see you back there taunting the Riddle Machine, Carl. It's bad form to taunt your opponent before you fight, because then what if they win and you look like a total goober? I'm not saying that's Mighty Mila's signature move, but I'm not saying it isn't either. 
Is that what this studio is stooped to? Well, it better not be. Especially because we have a special guest in the studio with us today. Mr. Snood has agreed to help us read some riddles. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Snood. Yes, yes, very good. Did you pay my appearance fee? I required up front, and it's a million dollars. For the last time, I don't have a million dollars. You agreed to do this for the exposure for your mayoral campaign, remember? Oh, that's right. I'll do anything for my public. In that case, it's only a thousand dollars. I take cash, check, or bags of gold bullion. Oh, well, in that case, you got a whole room full of gold bullion that you just need to back a truck up to in order to take it home with you. Excellent. I'll send for the truck now. Do I need one or two? You need zero. I was being sarcastic. <sighs> I can tell this is going to be a real butter side down sort of riddle fest, but we need to get moving here. Carl, print us out a riddle. Anything to get me out of this negotiation. Okay, here we go. We got the first riddle. Mr. Snood, would you like to help us read it out? All right, all right. We'll discuss my fees later. Better to focus on winning the public sentiment, huh? The first riddle is, what has four eyes but can't see? What has four eyes but can't see? A bat with glasses. Ha, huh, see what I did there? What's at the crickets? Carl, get me a laugh track in here. I know the answer, but it'll cost you $500. I how about I give you one of these mini donuts I made? Hmm, let me see the donut first. Wait, you call this a donut? It's the size of a chocolate chip. Oh, just try it and give me the blasted answer, would you? All right. Hmm. Oh, that is rather tasty. I'm adding $500 to your tab. The answer to what has four eyes but can't see is Mississippi. Oh, because it has four letter I's in it. I get it. Okay, let's move on to the next question. Round two. What begins with an E but only has one letter in it? Oh, well, that's ridiculous. How can it begin with an E but only have one letter? Unless it's the letter E. That'd be too obvious, though. And if there's anything we've learned, it's that riddles are never obvious. Mr. Snoot, any guesses? Sure. I know exactly what it is. It's the thing I use to send people to tell them when they owe me money. A six-foot-tall man with a baseball bat. What? No, an envelope. With a letter that says you owe me a bunch of money. Pay up. No, oh, I love writing letters like that. Highlight of my day, really. Of course, I can make an assistant write them for me, but the feeling is the same. How lovely. Well, moving on to the final question. Mr. Snoot, please do the honors. Gladly. Just like I'll do all the honors when I'm mayor. The question is, what room do ghosts avoid? Vote for Snoot! Listeners, let's assume that last part isn't part of the riddle, shall we? Okay, what room do ghosts avoid? I would like to know the answer to this myself, because I'm going to stay in that room forever. Not that I believe in ghosts. That would be silly. But I don't want to upset any ghosts that might have heard me say that. So let's go to the grab stack at gokidgo.com hotline and see what our listeners think. Ooh, and our first write-in listener says, The living room! Oh, well, that makes perfect sense. Ghosts avoid the living room. What do you think of that, Mr. Snood? Uh, Mr. Snood? Now, where did he go? Carl, did you see Mr. Snood? Oh, what is this right here? An envelope that says Grabstack. Oh, I love letters. Let's see here. It says, to whom it may concern. 
Grabstack, you owe me $1,500 in cash, check, or gold. Please see the enclosed itemized. Ugh! Mr. Snood left me a bill? Oh, this is outrageous. Carl, call my lawyer and remind me not to vote for Snood. Well, that's all the time we have for today, listeners. Don't forget to come back Friday for Listener Mailbag. If you got a question about the world of Go Kid Go shows, Pflugerville, or little old me, send it to grabstack at gokidgo.com. You might get your question read live on the show and be famous like me. And how do you feel about inventions and adventures and adventures with inventions? If you love them, then you'll love seeing what Lucy Wow is up to in the big red barn. Oh, let me tell you what, it's always zany and never boring. Search for Lucy Wow wherever you get your podcasts and join the hijinks. Ooh, and on that note, have a marvelous day and eat your flash marflers. Crab stick out. Go, kid, go.